Good morning, my friends. Jill Zenk coming to you on Thursday, July the 16th uh, with another Cup of Joe podcast, looking at our gospel of the day. Um, Wherever you are, however you are, uh, I hope this finds you well. Uh, I hope it uh, finds you knowing that you are embraced in the love of God on this day. Today's gospel is uh, a short one, Uh, so we got to hit the ground running, being ready to hear it, because it's going to be over by the time we settle ourselves. Three verses, we will uh, be looking at Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. So if you uh, have scripture, would like to uh, uh, read along with, again, we're looking at Matthew 11, 28 to 30. So let's hear the word of God. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Jed, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. For those who um, may be thinking, wow, that's I've, I just heard that gospel recently. That was the gospel of the day for us. Actually, it was the gospel on Sunday, not this past Sunday, but the weekend before. So what's that, 11 days ago, um, the, uh, the gospel we heard on, the, I believe, the 14th uh, Sunday of Ordinary Time. And um, a, a very famous gospel, a, a beautiful one that really invites us to a great trust in our God. And, and that's part of what I want to talk about today is where is our trust level with God to walk with us through whatever it is that we're walking uh, through this day? Um, let's start with the beginning of that gospel, Come to Me. All you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. When I was reading it this morning and just reflecting on it, that, that those two words, or three words, excuse me, come to me, really stood out to me. That, my friends, um, we can sit here and think that the action uh, is, is all God's, that, that we're waiting for God to do something in our life, in our world, and we'd be mostly right that, that this world, this church, this life that we live is ultimately God's and not ours. But brothers and sisters, we participate in it, and it calls for action on our part too. And the image that came to my mind was that of the uh, prodigal son, that gorgeous story in Luke, where, of course, the younger son um, basically wishes his father were dead and tells his father that because he's like, I don't want to wait till you die to get your inheritance. Can I have it now? And takes his inheritance and goes off and squanders it uh, on a life of ill repute uh, and then hits his lowest place where uh, he's feeding pigs, swine, and he longs to eat even the husks that he's feeding to them. And he thinks to himself, 
uh, during that time, he says, oh, even the servants in my father's house have more to eat than I do. I know what I'll do. I'll come. I'll, I'll, I'll go to him and uh, say, Father, I am not worthy uh, to be your son. Treat me as a hired servant. And so he goes home. And so he begins the jersey, the, jer- the journey uh, to the place of his father. I think, brothers and sisters, that's the image that, that comes to me in the midst of this time. Well, remember, it says, while the young man was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and ran to him. My friends, I think for every step that you and I take, God will take 99. I, I do not think God is reactive to us. I think God is waiting. He, he longs for us. He looks for us. He watches down the road for us. But we must participate in that action. We must make that turning around that we talked about the other day, that repenting, that, that idea that says, I'm not where I need to be and who I need to be. And take that step toward him and realize he will more than meet us because he's already waiting there for us. I think, I think that that's the idea of free will. I think God waits for us, but God can only come to us as far or as close as how, how far we can extend our arm that says, I want you to stay at that arm's length. And the minute we take our arm down and say, come closer, God is immediately there, but he honors our will. And if our will is to to stay within this burdensome life, not because we enjoy our burden, or if our will is to stay in the midst of all this labor that I can do it on my own, you know, I'm going to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. This this is my life. I, I can take care of me. God will honor that. Not because he thinks that that's the correct thing, not because he doesn't want to enter into it, but because we keep him at arm's length. But the minute that we say, what am I doing? Uh, the, the, the people around God are, are eating far better than I. Um, and we take our arm down and say, Lord, I can't do this on my own because this is where I end up. Uh, longing for the things that the pigs are eating. And we take our our arm down and God rushes to us. What is it that keeps our arm up? Do we think that um, we are better without God? Do we think God is going to do something uh, to us that we don't want to happen? Uh, Is there something within our ego that says, we must be masters of our own domain. We call him Lord, right? Which, if that's true, means we are not master, but he is master. And it allows him that mastery of us. Which I think, brothers and sisters, that idea of trust, that question of what will God do if I take my arm down, if I decide that he can be closer 
than arm's length, but he can be within me. What happens then? I, I think that's a good segue to the rest of the gospel, which is that part where Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. And you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. You know, I've talked about that. In fact, it was, I think, just a couple of weeks ago. I talked about how I can't ever hear this gospel and not hear Deacon Pat's voice um, teaching us about what uh, a person who makes a yoke, what they do. Um, because a yoke is always, uh, well, not always, so forgive that. But often, you know, a, a yoke is for a yoke of oxen. It's, it's two. And uh, that they make that yoke to fit the contours of the ox, the shoulders, the way that the ox was made so that it doesn't chafe or burden them, but it fits them perfectly in how they journey uh, and, and what they need in the work that is ahead of them. And the reason I bring up that idea of two is because uh, it is Christ who lifts and, and walks and uh, journeys and, and burdens along with us as the other one. And sometimes that person takes on, or, or that second role of Christ along with us takes a, is the role of our, our spouse, is the role of our best friend, is the role of a child, is the role of someone that close to us in our life that is Christ within us and around us, burdening with us uh, at those times. Because again, uh, Christ sent the disciples out two by two, right? He, he called in the, uh, the animals two by two. We are, called, we are made as communal people, as social beings, and that God loves us. And that's one of these th reasons I love the Catholic Church, the sacramental idea, that God doesn't stay at that distance. And, and he comes to us disguised in our own life uh, and, and as the people in our life and around our life, loving us through them. You know, there's this idea that God has a plan for your life. And I don't know whether that is true or not. I think God, and, and when I say I don't know that is true, it's not that I don't think God um, invites us to some place. Uh, it, it means I don't know if God has a single plan for our life. Because I think if I often go in another direction and I say no to something to which he's inviting me, can I ever get back there? Um, or does God say, okay, we're, gonna, we're just going to reroute, kind of like that, you know, the GPSs <laughs> on our phones. That, okay, we've, we've taken, we took a, a wrong turn there. All right, I'm just going to take you up to this, this next mile. And, and we're going to take you around a different way. But I'm still going to get you the same destination. Um, okay, you took a wrong turn there. All right, all right. I, I know how to get you back over here. And I'm going to keep inviting you. And it may not be the plan, the, the shortest route, distance, easiest way. Maybe I'm taking a long uh, circ circumventing route to, to get there. But he's still... Every, every decision I make, even it's wrong, if it's wrong, he's rerouting me, and he's taking me there, and he's walking with me, and he's sharing the load. 
And remember, you know, part of this trust issue that I, they talked about earlier, that maybe we keep God uh, at arm's length because we don't trust him. And we say, if I, if I lower this arm and I bring it down, uh, are you going to make me just like them over there? I don't want to be like them. I don't want to dress like them. I don't want to, uh, to go through the world like them. I don't want to have to like the same things they like. Brothers and sisters, that's that beautiful image here of my yoke is going to be made specially for you. It's not going to be made like them over there because maybe that's their yoke and, and that's how they want to be based on their likes, based on their gifts, based on, on who and how God made them to be. But that's the beauty of it, brothers and sisters, is God is not going to make you a cookie cutter like anyone else because he made you and I unique. And the yoke that he puts on us will take into effect those gifts and those desires and those likes and the way we approach life. It, it will take all that into effect. And, uh, and the life that he has for us, brothers and sisters, is one in which we will not only glory because he's with us and we are moving toward him, but we will glory in it because it fits us and suits us so beautifully. My friends, we can put our arm down. If we think we have to go through alone or we have to do it on our own because our ego says that or because that's what our culture says or because, you know, I'll think that at least I made something of myself. Remember, our life isn't ours. Our life is God's. And he made us, yes, specifically for something, but we have to participate. We have to turn. We have to come. We have to take one step so he can take 99. And we have to realize he won't and doesn't desire that we're like anybody else. But he desires that we are fully who we, we were made to be. And that he walks with us in many forms and in many faces. But he walks with us on this journey and reroutes us as necessary. Uh, to make sure we end up, which is at the destination of him. He's our destination, and he's our companion on that journey. Let's pray. If there is someone or something for whom you would like to, to lift in prayer today, I invite you to call that to mind at this time. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth joyful mystery, the presentation at the temple. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, I wish you every blessing and joy this day. Uh, just know that God journeys with you, uh, and uh, my love and prayers do as well. Look forward to being back together again tomorrow. Bye-bye.